1: Hey, Scarlett.
0: Welcome back, guys. You're listening to Style Over Substance.
1: We're just two friends talking about our experiences working inside the fashion industry and also our observations from outside the fashion industry. It's sometimes serious, but it's definitely always a good laugh. Always. We release
0: new episodes every Tuesday.
1: So subscribe on your favourite podcast listening platforms. was talking about for my birthday I bought myself these planners yes
0: okay so
1: my obsession (gasps) spiraled out of control so have you still got two no oh no (laughs) how many
0: have you got
1: okay so I've got three but I'm gonna stop like I'm gonna stop there honestly so um I'll take it back a few weeks because I said to you like I can't buy myself clothes for my birthday but I'm like, I've always used a diary, a personal diary. And I've I've been quite simple and quite um, functional about diaries. I've never bought into like the fuss of them or whatnot. Mm. And so this year I thought, you know, 30, big year, big girl, I'm going to buy <laughs> myself something a bit more fancy. Yeah, And so I did. I bought one that was uh, for work like quite simple it's like cream or white and then I bought myself another one which is Filofax which was more Mm -hmm. expensive for like my personal life different sections of my life and I started watching all these videos of like middle American stay-at-home mom with a few kids they like homeschool them they're like oh my god yeah yeah I love it women who are just polar opposites I love planner
0: videos you watch them (laughs) a lady that used to follow on YouTube created like a sticker business that was like for planners Listen. and it's, it's a bit addictive and actually on TikTok I first got into TikTok watching people make like
1: planners. No honestly it's a whole, so I started watching these videos thinking this is a whole new world for me. Yeah. I think I can take bits and bobs here and there and like learn from these women, you know, and just take, you know, like I'm not obsessed with it. but So a lot of the women it. always
0: like use it as a scrapbook, don't they?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. They do like, they have all these terms. They have like vellum and yeah. dashboards yeah, and yeah. what is it? Bullet journaling, yeah. And yeah. all this stuff. And I thought, you guys are batshit crazy, but I'm just here to like get some good pointers. Yeah. And now I'm like, I need an inbox tab. I, don't know. <laughs> I need dashboards. I have transparent stickers and transparent post-it notes now. Yes. Um, what else do I have? I bought highlights. So what's your third diary or planner for? Okay. So uh, exposing me, I, <laughs> this is part of it. So I got so absorbed into it and I saw other people's planners and stuff. And then I bought, so the second one I bought for my personal life is the, um, it's an A5 size, file but Facts. The second then... one I bought for my personal life. <laughs> <laughs> and spoiler alert, I don't have much of a personal life, but. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so that was my second one. Third one is because I liked the Fire Facts. It's like a croc finish, croc print. Yeah. I liked it so much. I was like, I think I need a smaller version. So, ooh, like a like a bag yeah so it's not a pocket size it's not that re- that really um, small one it's what they call a personal compact size ooh, okay smaller rings See, this is how far i am do so you more. have to duplicate writing no. in both no because one <laughs> for my bag because you have to have different like uses for them otherwise for sure. it's otherwise it's a lot of admin yeah I'm not that batshit crazy so <laughs> the small one the personal size if it's my bag is for like when I'm out and I need to make lists of where I'm going and mm-hmm. like what I need to get and like or when I like, for example I went to Birmingham the other day and my phone was oh, kaput. Yeah. um I wrote down like the address of the office and like you know, when you travel, you actually have to write certain stuff down. Otherwise, you could get lost in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Just stuff like that. It's like day to day. I just need to note things down. Nice. Yeah. Um, it's it's so expensive, this hobby. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, but you're, you've incurred, hopefully, the cost now.
1: Other than stickers. Uh, have I incurred what cost? Like you've
0: incurred the cost now for the year of your diaries and planners.
1: Yeah, honestly. And I'm pretty sure that those of, you know, those of us who watch luxury fashion videos, you come across one girl who buys the Louis Vuitton agenda. That's that's like how a lot of people get (laughs) initiated into this planner world. Um, Those are ridiculously expensive. They're like 400, 500 pounds um and yeah so you probably see that and then the highlighters need to be different shades of like yeah. neutrals yeah, yeah I've got that now
0: don't like <laughs> we've got a drawer that's just full of sort of like you know pens like random bits of stationery and all of those like certain pens that I've bought for various planner or book projects that just are- all ended because <laughs> I don't have that much time on my hands. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. But-, but one day I will be ready for my pastel themed.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's got to be coordinated. Yeah. It? I
0: know. Oh, oh yeah. Wow. What's your fashion story? Oh, so it's Kim Kardashian at the Balenciaga show. Oh. Have you seen it?
1: I haven't I'm so behind on all these shows if I'm honest, but I have seen a clip of her outfit that she wore. So essentially she sort of was in
0: her standard Batman outfit without the mask, and then they basically duct taped her with Balenciaga tape. Mm -hmm. Um, And then she actually posted a video of people doing it and all of that, and then she also posted a video after the show sort of saying she got cut out the outfit and she's keeping it and blah, 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 blah. But I just feel like something's brewing. She has done so much with Balenciaga. Mm -hmm. It is so... There's so much going on there that I'm like, is she about to be announced creative director? Oh, God, no. What is going on? You know, like, what is going on here? I I hope not. I really hope not. I very much doubt it because Balenciaga is too big for that. But I think a collaboration or just something's got to be on its way for her unwavering support
1: for Balenciaga. Yeah, it it could just be that they pay her a lot because she recently had a collaboration with Fendi for Skims Mm. and Uh. that was a big deal. And she's never going to be named creative director of these massive brands because they have creative directors who actually creatively direct. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't think she's going to get that job title, but it could just be that it's really profitable for her to be so tightly, like, I don't know. um, I just just feel like she's very
0: much, like she had an aesthetic and then she got a bit more like fashion-y and then she just took like a left turn down Balenciaga Balenciaga Avenue. Mm, mm -hmm. And like every now and then it sort of made sense for her to make those like little fashion risks. But since like sort of end of last year, She's just being like a little Batman.
1: I actually really like the looks. I'm not talking about the the duct tape one. I just mean like in general, I've really liked them. And maybe it's a thing with age that after a while, you know, you've you've tried all the trends, you've done mm. all the looks and you find out what suits a bit to one. you. And you just want uniform. That's all. You just want to take out your pink cat suit with your pink feather boa dry clean that once a week and that is what you're wearing. And I don't blame her.
0: Hashtag relatable. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I just, there's a real commitment there, but
1: yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm, yeah, I I would be interested to see what happens.
0: Mm. Watch this space. And so what is your
1: fashion story? Well, of course, over the past week or so,
0: mm.
1: we've had some big politics happening. We've had an invasion of one country by a much larger country. And that said larger country, Russia, is a big player when it comes to luxury consumers. We all know yeah. the Russians and, you know, we go on holiday to different parts in Europe and russians are there to spend and enjoy life Um, and off the back of like what's been happening politically we've seen a lot of um brands at large and also some luxury brands kind of take a step back and say whether it's for moral reasons or for logistic reasons they've kind of stepped back and said we can no longer operate in russia right now a bit cryptic I don't know if they're making, some of them, I don't know if they're making a moral stand, but nonetheless, they're like, we can't operate in Russia right now. Um, We're closing our stores in brackets for the foreseeable future, but we'll ensure that our store teams are taken care of. Yeah. And so kind of the question that I had is how will this impact, I guess, like, russia as an economy and then people who like really want to buy into these luxury brands who live there because okay because of covid we're all we're not traveling as much and so i think like places like china domestically and like russia domestically normally people go out of their their home country Mm -hmm. to spend now they're probably spending more at home because they don't travel as much and um yeah it's it's interesting that these stores have decided that they don't want to, I suppose, support the economy, but then it kind of sucks for just normal everyday Russians who have nothing to do with this, you know? And yeah, I I mean, we've seen other things with like the Russian economy and whatnot, but yeah, I think it's quite interesting now that Luxury brands in recent years have not shied away from politics of what's happening. They're like donating to causes, they're posting stuff on their socials and saying, We pledge to do this, that, and third, and try to seem like they're doing something morally. When we know a lot of these brands are still amoral in a lot of senses, whether it's like how they pay their workers, or Mm -hmm. production, or environmentally, and all this stuff. So it's just been interesting to watch. What's your thought? Yeah, I mean, I feel like them I feel
0: like there's been some sort of background chatter that we probably aren't privy to when it comes to this because it does seem to be a real theme of almost like taking things away from the average Russian person. -hmm. In this circumstance, and that's they're sort of doing nothing wrong, but there must there seems to be a game plan in place to punish the country as a whole Mm -hmm. to sort of hopefully make I'm guessing Putin sort of think twice. Or, and that seems to me, yeah, like that's got to be the game plan. But you're right, I actually haven't really thought about how much extreme wealth there is in Russia. There's obviously currently there's the thing with a Roman Abramovich and he's selling Chelsea football club Mm -hmm. um, because of his ties with Putin um, that he's denied anyway, but I'm guessing if he's selling the club, then maybe real. Um, But you forget that, yeah, their economy is really going to suffer. And, you know, there are certain that these people who have extreme wealth really keep the world ticking over Mm -hmm. and the likes of luxury goods you know I think it's a it's a big thing for these brands to sort of withdraw Mm -hmm. because there must be so many wealthy people with money in Russia or they got their wealth in Russia and so that might now be at risk with the current state of affairs and the fact that the ruble now is sort of going down in value and plummeting. Yeah. um, So it, it's a very bold decision anyway. I think it is all political and I think we're living in a world now. You even just see it with like actors that if like a certain person dies or whatever, like everyone thinks they have to comment on it, right? Yeah. Or even like the climate in Ukraine, everyone feels like they're meant to sort of make their little political statement on it, mm-hmm. um, yeah, sure. and then that trickles down even to like our friendship circles or whatever. That it almost feels like, oh, if you don't acknowledge it, are you like you're a bad person? Yeah, you're a bad person. It's sort of it's a it's a funny thing because we almost sort of react. We almost take our um, inspiration from these influencers or famous people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah. I I don't know what that means for those brands and those countries. I'm really hoping it's just a part-time thing until this goes over or
1: mm-hmm. gets yeah. resolved. So there was an article I read by the fashion law and they were reporting that people had been panic buying luxury because mm-hmm. like the ruble had been, I think since Monday, it actually quoted that the yeah. value of the ruble had gone down like 30%. And it was like 110 rubles to the US dollar. So people are like panic buying. I mean, it sounds funny because you have to be really, really rich to think my money is devaluing and I really need to make sure I can get as much luxury as possible. Most people are thinking about like, shit, how am I going to buy food? And you're like, Damn it! How am I going to buy this deal? Like, it's, I better buy it now. Take me to Chanel now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so it's it is clearly like how the other half live. If those are your priorities mm. in times of like economic distress, but yeah, I just thought I, I was just reading the article and I was thinking, reading these posts made by these luxury brands. I really do hope that they take care of their store assistants because we all know store assistants and store managers are some of the lowest paid people, you know, yeah, you get your bonuses and whatnot, but for many people it's, you work a regular job when you work for these luxury brands and you, it's not an easy job and you're not raking in, you're not, you know, raking in loads of money. And so if your store closes, you know, it's like the rest of us, you can only really last like a month and ask them mm. pay all your bills I really hope they do actually take care of them and while the store is closed they still pay their salary or something I'll,
0: because- find, I'll find them another store in a nearby country or something you know yeah give them an option or an opportunity
1: yeah because at the end of the day war is not really like brought on by <laughs> just civilians no
0: especially not this um yeah, it's like it's and actually, I mean, obviously it affects everything. But it's weird that it has even an impact on that world. Mm. You know, like it's it 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 affects everything. It um and that there's businesses having to worry about that is and that's not even the country that the problems actually happening in. Yeah, you know, so like it's 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 crazy to see how how big of an impact these sort of decisions and these actions have Mm -hmm. even yeah when it comes to like something as fickle or as whatever as luxury goods Mm -hmm. they've got to they've got to protect themselves as a brand and yeah I guess also like you said if someone's suddenly like Right. Well, it keeps devaluing. So I'm going to suddenly buy this now, and then I can sell it on. And mm. you don't want people diminishing it or lowering the value in that country of certain things either.
1: That's a good point because yeah, I can imagine that those who already own high value goods will go on to sell the items if they need the money. And yeah, that would that would devalue a brand in in that particular country. Eh, yeah, right.
0: Interrupt this broadcast to say go follow us on Instagram our handle is at styleoversubstancepod there you'll find our weekly fashion topics
1: all the stuff that we discuss in each episode and our polls or reach out to us at styleoversubstancepodcast at gmail.com for new suggestions of topic discussions or even to share your own fashion stories We also have a YouTube channel, Style Over Substance Podcast, if you'd rather listen to our episodes over there. Back to the episode.
0: Okay, so for today's main topic... Mm -hmm. I was at a wedding this weekend and we very much have been enjoying sort of responding to things and um, our lives or around us. So we're doing another wedding topic mm-hmm. this yeah. week. So we previously discussed sort of brides and bridal fashion and br- where bridal trends have come from, but we thought we'd discuss sort of wedding etiquette for guests and just general fashion faux pas at weddings and all that kind of stuff
1: yeah yeah I feel like weddings are back they're um, back yeah I mean I'm never invited to weddings but I do have two <laughs> this year <laughs> well then you're not never invited well this is the first time I, I just haven't attended them yet yeah but um, it was, it's only sort of around this age starts you know uh, I suppose yeah maybe Um, My sister went to a wedding recently as well and um, she told me a story, I'll tell you later, but she told me a story about what some people were wearing and, you know, what's appropriate a wedding to wear and that sort of falls into that kind of conversation. But either way, weddings are difficult, I think. It's, as we've discussed before, it's like the biggest event that you attend, it can be the biggest event of your life. And so what you wear and how you turn up can be really tricky to navigate because not only are there a number of dress codes and then they can be destination weddings, they can be weddings at cast castles or like other exotic locations. They can be, <clears throat> sorry, they can be themed. Um, and then you almost feel like you're, when you attend someone else's wedding, you have to kind of represent them and not let them down. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, it's really tricky.
0: That's so true. I definitely feel that. And obviously every person's different as well. So you sort of want to represent your your friend or your loved one in various different ways. Mm-hmm. Um and also that's we're not but that's not how we dress these days. We don't get that from all too often. Yeah. So to find something that you still feel like yourself in that still think is appropriate for that person's general like vibe for the wedding or their sort of, um, their dress code can be really difficult. Mm -hmm. And also, you know, like depending on the time of year, um, and yeah, I, it's it's really, really tough because I'm not used to seeing myself really formal mm. and, it, and it does feel like a lot of pressure. So for context, the wedding that I've just been to, I was one of the bridesmaids, but I was able to choose my own dress and it's a really good friend of mine. And I felt so much in my head and it sounds really vain, but I kind of wanted to be able to look back on the pictures in 10 years yeah, and not be like, god what did i wear you know because like yeah she she hopefully will be a friend in my life Mm -hmm. for a long time and you kind of don't want to look back on these big milestones and be like wow that was awful you know yeah especially when it's your choice it's a bit different maybe if someone tells you what to wear you know you can you can only feel so good in that or you can only you can't be too offended by that Mm-hmm. Because it may if it's a generic bridesmaid right, dress or something that everyone's wearing and it's for the greater consensus of everybody. But when you're picking what you're going to wear, whether you're a guest, whether you're not, like I, I can't even imagine being like mother of the bride, you know, mm-hmm. and having to pick that look and hope that that is something that you don't regret wearing. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, no, you've touched on some good points because a number of things there is like one, the pressure that you put on yourself because you're right. It's pictures that you will look back on in years Mm -hmm. to come and you do want to look good. And also the, for me, like the idea of someone else forcing me to wear what I consider to be a bad bridesmaid dress is worse. Like honestly, like that is, one of my biggest like fears of Mm. being a bridesmaid and it's not even to say that I think I always pick out the best clothes for me and I always I think I don't know if you can make your piece at
0: that a bit more though maybe
1: I guess so it's the idea of like five of us all having to wear and in my mind this is what I envision when I (laughs) if I were ever asked to be a bridesmaid I always think of like the the bride asking all us women to wear this like pastally colored dress, and I don't think I suit blush colors, yeah. <laughs> blush tones. And I can just imagine it. And then they're making me wear like a like a what is it like a sweetheart neck, like or like a bandeau dress. And I I've already expressed that I don't think I have the bust for it. So just like the shape and the colour being something that looks bad on me, but great on other people. Mm. And then just being like, uh, yeah. And then they go and they say like, you have to have your hair like this and we need your shoes to be like this. And and then you just get lost in this very generic, yeah, shaped, styled bridesmaid dress. Oh my God. I just, but yeah, so that is my absolute nightmare but I think another thing you said which I thought was really good and you should probably like elaborate on is the fact that you could all choose your own dress
0: mm-hmm. yes yeah, so it's funny because actually someone came up to me and they're like oh my gosh like how did you find that I think they were planning their own wedding and they they were thinking of maybe doing a similar thing mm-hmm. and so the reason behind my friend wanting to do it was thinking you know I've I've chosen people that I really care about why would I put them in a dress like you just described and then and make them all the same because they're totally different personalities yeah, and that's yeah. not maybe what they put themselves in and different people suit different things and also I think from her experience herself she was a bridesmaid and probably would, would de- no, definitely wouldn't have chosen what she got put in mm-hmm. and, and I I actually would say I've been quite fortunate I've liked. The bridesmaids dresses that I've worn. Um, would I have necessarily chosen them? I don't know, because yes. I haven't had to choose that. And also, there's a really fortunate thing of not having to worry about what you choose in those moments. Cause actually, as much as I loved that I could choose what I wore, and I really felt like I wore something that expressed who I was mm-hmm. and I really liked it, and I think I'll wear it again. Um, I felt a lot of pressure. I felt a lot you know. of pressure to find the right dress, um, and once I found it, it was like it was a it was great. But mm-hmm. before finding it, I found it really difficult because our brief was sort of Sex and the City vibes. So each person had a different block colour. And it's really hard to find a block colour dress for one that isn't like a pale pastel bridesmaid's dress. And it was a dual tone, was it? Also, you Well, so we tones. all ended up in dual tones. Originally, that wasn't sort of planned. But after one or two colours got chosen, we then ended up in like a dual tone. Yeah, that makes um, sense. But yeah, so basically I got... Um, if you haven't watched Sex and the City the bridesmaids i think there's black red and cobalt blue Mm -hmm. is -hmm. what the girls wear and the carrie's wedding yeah the carrie's wedding and i was designated red Mm -hmm. and everyone hates the girl who wears red at a wedding you know it's a very look at me color and i was like guys (laughs) and this is part of the bride's mom she's like someone's got to be samantha and I so i managed to find like a muted dark red dress um which wasn't so look at me um as like a bright vivid red dress um but I I really felt like myself I really I really enjoyed it and yeah I really feel like it was a it was a really it worked out really nicely and there was still sort of there was almost that thing that once once you've done that awful bit of walking down the aisle you almost then became a guest that's As somebody who point. doesn't want to really be the center of attention, and the day is not about me, and I don't mm-hmm. want it to be. I just want to blend in then with everyone else, and it not be really obvious that um, that I'm a bridesmaid or anything like that. Um, and yeah, I've, and I think also my other bride, I've been bridesmaid three other times, and they're all full length dresses, and you can't wear those again. Well, the only time I maybe would is a wedding. And then that I just kind of feel like I can't because...
1: You wore it at someone else's. Yeah.
0: And so I probably won't wear them again necessarily, unless I go to like a ball or a gala. But also, let's be honest, I'll probably buy something. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, it it really feels nice to have something. And also, I think then you can put whatever you however much you want to put into it you you can if that's in effort if that's in style if that's in money if that's in whatever Mm -hmm. in time searching or if you just settle on what you like first you can put in what you want um and yeah I think I think it worked really well um yeah I get what you mean I'll tell you a funny story the, um a family friend at the wedding um I was speaking to him and he was like so would you have picked this dress for yourself <laughs> he just asked you that off the blue yeah so I think well you'll see <laughs> I was like I I did and it's like oh you know weren't you all were wearing the same thing and when I say we couldn't be further from wearing,
1: <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> the same dress one was in
0: black one was in like um turquoise green one was in pink um I was in dark red very different styles of dresses but this guide obviously sort of like had this like pre kind of conversation topic ready of like oh bridesmaid yeah everyone wears the same dress and I just, just come with <laughs> so funny he'd come with like already the question without really taking in what had happened and I was like i i did choose this came to chat you up (laughs) no 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 no. like um he's like a six-year-old man um
1: well you know no no no
0: he was more meaning like i just didn't take you guys in he was like i didn't mean it badly i just didn't i wasn't registering what you were wearing i just was probably creating conversation but yeah i think um i don't know we there's so many different rules for weddings and etiquette.
1: Yeah. That... yeah. You know, in kind of researching about this topic and just reading more about it and thinking about weddings I've been to, I realise just how many different dress codes there are potentially for a wedding. Um, If you go on brides.com, they actually break down the different, dress codes and what they mean and mm. like the levels at which men and women have to dress and I just found it really interesting um, so, so
0: they tend to be dictated by well they obviously are dictated by the bride and groom but it tends yeah. to also be a reflection on what they'll be wearing So and the also groom, the venue as yeah, well yeah and the, and the general the general vibe you know, it's not going to be some, like, rustic table. Well, it wouldn't – you wouldn't assume it'd be some rustic marquee, but then it's tails and, yeah. you know, and sort of like a boho chic decor, but then tails and um, yeah, it dresses.
1: Definitely. Yeah. So um that actually reminds me, just slightly off topic of dress codes, but it <laughs> – you know, when you go to a wedding or you see pictures of other weddings, and you always catch those people in the background who was like didn't make an effort at all, whether it's to like follow the dress code mm. or just like you know the sort of people who who would turn up to the church in like jeans and trainers, and you're like, not the day, mate. <laughs> so
0: one of the bridesmaids clocked her boyfriend, and she was like, "He's the only person here not wearing a tie." She's like, "I'm going to kill him."
1: oh no
0: the only person in this whole place who just didn't put on a tie oh my god was it like just it wasn't like it wasn't obvious there weren't well I didn't really ever clock it Mm -hmm. and he wasn't part of the wedding party so it's fine but I think she was kind of like how did he not read the room
1: Yeah, yeah yeah I think definitely older generations Will clock it, yeah. because especially for men, like it's it's simple. Just put on a,
0: a suit, shirt, tie. not it's just pretty simple. That, but like, know?
1: I think there's a, there's a better understanding of what men wear under different dress codes, and mm. just everyone. Yes, yeah, yeah. It's more clear. Everyone has that. different yeah. levels of suits, yeah. and yeah. they can always pull out a particular suit for a particular occasion. So, true. whereas I think maybe for us and younger that knowledge isn't there because men don't wear suits day to day anymore. So to like go into your wardrobe and be like, if it's someone's wedding, I, I know I can wear that tight. I know I can mm-hmm. wear that suit. So he probably didn't own something that was appropriate or he thought that he could just like, Oh, it's not a big deal. I can I'm just. Already
0: went- well, he's a- probably also someone who day to day doesn't have to wear a suit. So that yeah. already probably feels quite formal.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there are some confusing.
0: people that every day wear a suit, shirt, and tie. So that doesn't feel overly formal.
1: Yeah, I think that there's like a lack of knowledge there because, as a whole, like not just for men, but for women as well, we are not accustomed to yeah. wearing formal wear or just smart wear, really. Mm. <laughs> a really low bar for us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're just not used to like wearing that level of dress but um yeah so I will I'm gonna go through the different types of dress codes that there are for weddings yeah and I want you to give me your thoughts on them so of course you've got black tie Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: that involves a black bow tie yeah and sometimes um like a penguin suit let's say Mm. for men and then you've got a pretty much a ball gown a long floor length full-length dress for women
0: yeah i mean that that's very very formal isn't
1: it
0: i wouldn't know what to wear like that
1: yeah and also i think with that when these days you turn up and
0: everyone would be in just a slinky like satin
1: yeah yeah yeah. Mm, like a slip dress
0: yeah
1: (laughs) i think with that as well the what the bride and groom are wearing has to like overshadowed really all the bow ties Mm. and all the tops and tails and all the like the ball gowns that the guests are wearing it's a you cannot be putting black tie on your dress code for your guests if you are not pulling out all he's got to then be
0: wearing like the white jacket or something surely
1: yeah he'd have to wear the white jacket she'd have to have like like, some some snazzy
0: velvet number and she's gonna have to be like bedazzled or something like some tiara or like yeah a beacon they both have to I think you have to be able to look around the room and they stand out
1: yeah definitely and also it's not just about the venue but you also have to have like a sit down dinner yeah that's like served to you Mm. a la carte and you've got to have like a cocktail hour don't you yeah before the it is it dictates so much of the overall vibe and what people will expect because if you put black tie on an invite for me i'm gonna expect a pretty fancy wedding yeah yeah
0: that's so true actually like it, it really yeah it conjures up an idea mm. and so there'll be high expectations to attend a wedding like that
1: and then the gifts you have to give them
0: so I remember I once heard that the etiquette
1: uh-huh.
0: is that you're sort of meant to gift what you think they have paid
1: for you to attend that wedding. Really? I didn't know about this.
0: I don't know if this is a thing, but I once heard it and I thought that sort of makes sense. Yeah. So whatever you think that it's cost them, I think it's mainly in the meal. Yeah. Whatever like your head being <laughs> included. Mm hmm. Would cost them is sort of what you're meant to gift, which would be a lot, a lot.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um,
0: that's why I gift
1: because you could be <laughs> you could easily be like a hundred, yeah. be like eighty to hundred pound ahead. Yeah. And, and, and then if, then if you're in a couple, if you're in a couple, also any a a very that? swanky venue then what, that's like £400? Mm.
0: And obviously, like, I don't know if this is a thing, but I remember I once heard it, and I thought, sort of, I guess, does make sense mm-hmm. in some regards. Expectations on your dress
1: codes and all that. So mm-hmm. what's the
0: one down from black tie?
1: So down from black tie, we have formal, which is which is the most common version, essentially. Mm. And I think for most people... They don't even realise that formal is not the most formal option. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's essentially a For suit. For me, yeah, dark formal just suit. sounds... is just smart. Yeah. It's a dress. It's heels. It's a suit. Yeah. It's a, a long tie as opposed to a bow tie. Yeah.
0: So I would say in that dress code personally... Mm -hmm. and I would say that was probably the dress code of the wedding that I was at I would say your dress should be like longer than your knees
1: yeah yeah. I feel like you
0: should be aiming for at least a midi length dress in that situation
1: yeah a midi
0: or like ankle or if like basically it shouldn't be classified as short Mm -hmm. I hear you because I just there, there were a I remember one of the guests Said to me There are three dresses I think that's inappropriate today (laughs) And like And they were all the ones That were mini dresses And like Don't get me wrong Like The people still looked nice But it was just A different tone And it was just
1: It's so funny though It's like Weddings You know You have two sets of friendship groups, two sets of family coming together. Mm. And it's so easy to be so judgmental as well. Yeah. You yeah for sure. People, you come into contact with people you've never met before. And you're like, I don't know what she was thinking. Like, you're <laughs> like, <laughs> you sit at your table and you're like, what on earth are they wearing? Like, how could they do that?
0: Yeah.
1: It's yeah. My sister recently went to a wedding yeah. actually last weekend. So not one just gone, but the one before, and that was at like a stately home, like the venue from the pictures that I saw was like incredible. It was like really mm. ornate from the inside, kind of Edwardian from the outside. Wow! And um, so the girl's family, yeah, she was in And the boy's family, he was from Philadelphia in the States. So it was kind of like two different cultures because she was doing what? Her family n- knew to be like a traditional wedding, and he was doing like the the normal kind of church kind of style. That mm. was their like different approaches to weddings. Anyway, his mum, mother of the groom, who can sometimes sometimes want to upstage the bride <laughs> and stuff, but she wore she changed actually because there were a number of changes. At the reception, and she changed her into an outfit. And it was it was a it was a short dress with a deep V in the front, long sleeve, and it was um sequined and had like multicolored sequins. Yeah. And my sister said that she looked good, but she was dressed for the club. Do you know what I mean? Like on the dance floor in her short dress, like fitted, sequined, multicolored. And I don't know, like Yeah, I think I think there's I've never understood the appeal.
0: I, I mean, I guess that takes a you're a confident person if you're doing that and you're not shy of a bit of um attention or something.
1: You're craving attention thus. Mm. Like, mm. To want to want that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> And especially, I think it's even more dangerous, the closer you become to the bridal or groom party, it's almost like the least, the fewer risks you can afford to take because it just looks so much more inappropriate coming from the people closest to them. Yeah. You know, like... A sort of like average wedding guest who maybe got in by the skin of their teeth wearing a slightly short dress isn't isn't really gonna set like pulses, like, oh my god, what she like people might be like, what's she wearing? That's a bit inappropriate or that's a bit short. Mm. It's like, oh my god, her mum is wearing, like, is a very different conversation. Yeah. So I think the fact that maybe no one gave her advice on short I'm sure she knows v. better Yeah yeah
1: but it's it still happened Yeah The mother of the bride I think is a really significant look Yeah as well and I don't like to be the person who puts like unnecessary pressure on these types of things but I think that the mother of the bride will have the second the secondary level of pressure after the bride it's like what is the mother wearing yeah yeah for sure um four other styles that we've got for weddings actually and let me know your thoughts because I have to admit I'm not that crazy about them unless Mm -hmm. you're having a beach wedding I don't think really any of these looks are for me okay semi-formal which is like a blue suit, brown shoes, like just a, a nice dress, I suppose. <laughs> You've got festive, which is obviously like in keeping with a the theme, which can be formal. Festive can also be formal, I think. No? Isn't festive basically festival? Oh god, what's that? You know, when
0: people have like festival weddings like barns.
1: Oh, maybe is that not it is. That? Oh, because you maybe like, which is then quite um, relaxed. Probably, yeah. I'm looking at a little drawing and it's really hard to tell. So <laughs> <laughs> um, you've got a casual yeah, and then what, you've got the tropical. Point? Now, as I said, if it's a beach wedding, I can get on board with tropical. But my issue is I that I still wouldn't want someone just in a flimsy sundress. No, it needs to be a nice sundress, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, because in my in my head, mm-hmm. for I would go formal, but then describe like telling people the venue or like giving them an overall theme, they can then find their parameter on that. My flatmate's been invited to a wedding. Mm-hmm. It's in barns. There's lots of outdoor activities. Um, sort of bring your own booze and to me I think formal still works there yeah but knowing that it's maybe more of a festival or relaxed vibe means that maybe you can have more fun with print Mm -hmm. or you know it doesn't have to be I just think if you relax it too much there'll always be someone who just takes it to like yeah like denim shorts and a t-shirt yeah 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 Yeah. unless that is really what you want But then, but then I think that's a themed wedding. (laughs) Yeah. If you want people to really dress down, I think that's a theme.
1: (laughs) It is because it is one of the one days. If you're going to invite people and you want to celebrate in a way that you've never, you
0: know, yeah,
1: and you celebrate in a way that you've never celebrated anything else before, surely you don't want people turning up like they're going to the high street or they're going to like. Sunday. You want someone
0: to think, should I iron my shirt?
1: Oh God, God know, is that the like, bare minimum? No, but I ju- I do. I just I think you don't want someone kind of coming with like I think you're right. You can still have um one that's in a barn or whatever, it's bring your own booze. People turn up in formal wear, but maybe like y- you know how guests might get like flowers that they pin on their suits, whatever. Yeah. Like the you tell them like the colours are. Yellow and orange, or something. So wear a tie that suits that Mm -hmm. color, matches that color. Women will wear something that will complement that color, and so when they pin on their flower or whatever, it's still in keeping with the theme. But it doesn't feel like every. It doesn't feel like you're going to all bar one on a Saturday. (laughs) It's true, though. No, I
0: yeah. (laughs) I don't know if it's sort of old-fashioned of me to think it or whatever, but I do. I do think it's nice to for it not just to be something like, oh, I already had this and I guess that will work. And not that you have to buy something new for every wedding and some people do have lots of formal attire. But I do think, yeah, it should be something that you think twice about and like it's not just something
1: that you would, yeah, just wear down the pub necessarily. Yeah. You actually reminded me of something because I, as I mentioned, I've got a couple of weddings this year, one of which is my sister's wedding. And the other one is like a good friend of mine. Oh, I got really confused for a second. I'm with you. I'm back in the room. Oh yeah. Different sister, different sister. <laughs> you, you, would I do know. know. I,
0: you know, I know if
1: it was, Eloise, I, w- I
0: would know she would shout out to it. Eloise. We would know if you were getting married.
1: <laughs> um, and because I'm still on my no buying clothes year thing. I'm trying to think about how I can navigate this. Without buying something. Because at the beginning of this year, I was... Do you not make... have anything? What about but
0: renting? Does that not negate that? Rent a dress?
1: To be honest, I haven't actually gone through everything I own. Yeah. Act- I probably could find something, if I'm honest. I know there's yeah. a dress out there that I've never worn. Um, So, but that's the thing. It's like, I started this year thinking, oh, no, I'm allowed to buy a dress to go to the wedding. And now I'm thinking... This is exactly the reason, yeah. why I'm doing why you're doing it because I would just opt into buying something new and wear it once, yeah. If I if I had the freedom to,
0: I definitely think you'd you'd be allowed to rent something. Mm. Yeah, maybe. I feel like I would feel so much pressure to not spill, <laughs> So that Whoa, you know, yeah. not destroy it. I mean, I know you dry clean it or whatever probably beforehand, but still um but yeah I I do think weddings is probably still that market and it's not even fast fashion really is it because you probably buy a bit more into a dress Mm -hmm. but it's still very much is that main dominating market of I need something new I would I would happily go on a night out and if I was still sort of on a clubbing scene I would happily be seen in similar clothes or the same dress every now and then or the same top and whatever that doesn't bother me um but I would probably for weddings because they're so few and far between I probably wouldn't want to be like be able to directly compare oh yeah I wore this two years ago to that wedding (laughs) yeah
1: that's another thing you don't want. We because I guess mind, there's so many
0: pictures. I, I don't know what it is. I don't know why.
1: But we think that other people will pull us up and be like, "Didn't you wear that two years yeah. ago?" And if someone cares, good for them. <laughs> I don't think it even happens.
0: No, I mean, I don't the think person, anyone's. Ever,
1: and if someone does care, then yeah, the person who would actually say something is my mum. Like not in a negative way. Not in a negative way, but she's the only one who would notice something like that. Do you know what I mean? She'd be like, Didn't you wear that to not like you should have bought something new. Yeah. No one in the world is ever gonna like message me online or text me and be like, Why did you wear this?
0: And also, I really hope that actually that gets celebrated soon. And it started happening in the media when it comes to like Kate Middleton, that Mm -hmm. they're like, Oh, Kate's recycled this dress for this occasion. Yeah. And so it sh- it should be something really that gets applauded, mm-hmm. but yeah, I I do still yeah. think weddings are probably that one occasion, but it's almost probably the most wasteful, mm-hmm. like you said, because it's it's a one it's a one time
1: thing. Yeah, I um, in my you know I watch a lot of nonsense on YouTube, <laughs> and one of them, <laughs> one of this uh, very niche areas that I've just been like like engrossed in is um the idea of how different quote unquote classes dress you know you get people online who are like you know people who are old money dressed like this and people who are like nouveau riche dressed like this it's i don't i don't live in the upper echelons of society so i don't know if this is nonsense or if it's actually rooted in fact but very much the idea of the nouveau riche buys into labels logos brands all of that as a way to prove themselves mm. like i've arrived i've made it or i'm just like you i i am to be respected in some way whereas it's believed that like old money don't have they don't have anything to prove because they're part of like generational wealth yeah and they're more comfortable with like wearing things that's they've worn before like on a number of occasions
0: well because probably they know that they've invested in it they probably got like maybe they've bought themselves a tailored suit um yeah exactly got one made for them and so they they sort of rest they probably don't have that peacocking need Mm. and they're kind of like they probably are sat there like yeah I had the suit made for me 10 years ago it's still strong
1: and it's a Um, flex to say that it was Made for them, oh and look God how well it's holding up. Door just opened and it absolutely killed me. He doesn't want you to see his titties
0: Oh, he, <laughs> he can come,
1: come in. Oh, there's nothing to see. It's no, he's joking.
0: <laughs> I, the door went, and I literally was like, thought it was in this room. I was like,
1: <laughs> it's the kid. <laughs> he's here. <That's> not <laughs> Oh my god! Uh,
0: yeah. Um, what, what so, we, what what would you wear, Choose to wear for something like a black tie
1: wedding. Is it okay if I wore black? Yeah, myself.
0: Quite a few people wore black at this wedding, including okay, one of the bridesmaids. Because bridegames. to
1: me, when I have to dress up, I black is the highest sophistication, and I feel more dressed up because I feel yeah. like it's a sleeker look. I feel like it's a bit more glamorous
0: actually I'm I will nervous. say I that like, I th- I think that's one thing that really has changed yeah.
1: like my mum yeah.
0: has repeats stuff that sort of her mum may like, might have told her mm-hmm. and it'll even be like things like oh babies shouldn't wear dark colours and you oh, know yeah, yeah you should never wear black to a wedding mm-hmm. but actually black is really sophisticated and it doesn't yeah. have to look gothic or funereal um and also if that's what someone wants to wear, it's not a negative colour. Um, mm-hmm. and so many people actually I've seen quite a lot of people where they have their bridesmaids maybe in black or their bridesmaids yeah. in white and all the guests are in black mm-hmm. and things
1: like that. And I just think, I think that's I think that's very that's that's yeah, chic. Yeah. Yeah, very
0: Chris Jenner, isn't it? <sighs> what are you wearing? I don't know, I really don't. Potentially black or mind you, you just went to a formal wedding, so or, I know I just said that everyone hates the girl that wears red to a wedding, but I think actually you could wear a red dress or something like that. Um I mean I have got loads of long dresses that I could recycle. Um yeah, it's tricky, really tricky. Probably mm. something flouncy, something kind of I don't know. You didn't seem so
1: keen on that, but okay.
0: i i I just can't imagine myself really it's it's so far from (laughs) what i normally wear so i'm currently sat in like a jumper and leggings yeah you know feels a far cry from what i would ever wear but that's all a wedding attire
1: yeah yeah so anything else you want to add when it comes to um wedding attire your thoughts on weddings um, I
0: don't know I'd be interested maybe to hit like here if we've if we've missed any sort of wedding faux pas you know like mm-hmm. is it I feel like some people would have probably a real thing about like you shouldn't some people fit flip flops to the dance floor some people would be like no Who you does shouldn't- that i've been twinning so that happens so that you know you can take your shoes off
1: and they bring their flip-flops no as in like they provide flip-flops for everyone I like all the that. ladies try to take their heels off oh no that's a dangerous move i don't do that because when you try to put your feet back in your heels <laughs> game over
0: so then other people have like a real real like strong opinion i'm like no don't take your shoes off like you know i am that person <laughs> And actually, I I spent the whole day in these heels. And bearing in mind, we don't wear heels that often these days. Yeah. I was bloody amazed. But my, my legs are still sore. <laughs> like, Oh, yeah. Mm. I also actually felt really glad because I re- was really worried at a previous wedding, sort of in the middle of pandemic life last year. I really struggled to wear heels. Mm-hmm. And I sort of thought that's a real, like, if I can't wear these for that long, then, you know, my days are over. <laughs> but I feel like I've still got it. I've still got yeah. it. There's still yeah. an option. I could still live that sex in the city, tottering around dreams. So And
1: I just feel like when you, now I don't judge people badly if they take off their shoes, because sometimes you need to take off your shoes. Yeah. But in my mind, I feel like if I were to take them off, I'm ruining the whole look. Mm. The effort that I put into this.
0: So at one point I was looking at other people's shoes to be like, how are they doing this? And also I, I am a committed dancer, I must say. Yeah. Um, but their shoe, their heel heights were all so much smaller than mine. But I was like, but I wouldn't look nearly as nice in that heel height. You know, it was like one of those things where I was like, influx. beauty is pain, you
1: know. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> I
0: agree. I was like, that height has made me look a little bit, well, I'm tall anyway, but like it's It makes me look more sophisticated it completes a look if they were more of a block heel and like a mid-heel it would not be the same aesthetic so
1: you know Um, you just I just I just pretend I try to pull off the face that like my feet are fine don't worry about (laughs) them they're comfortable I really do try and fool myself (laughs) um
0: but yeah I wonder if there are any sort of wedding faux pas that
1: um yeah I'm sure there's loads I think culturally about I think culturally because weddings are such a religious mm, and culturally so significant yeah. event there are always going to be things that people pick at us based on what we're wearing and yeah I'm sure I in the in the west Broadly, we've become more and more relaxed when it comes to weddings. Like it used to be like the last bastion of formal attire and mm. ceremony and formality and all of that. And now, even that is just slowly fading because as weddings become more expensive, people want to do something more low key or they just want to run off to an exotic country yeah. and get
0: married. It's like the last thing we're trying to clutch on mm-hmm. mm. Yeah.
1: So we'll have a poll out. Yeah. What has been the biggest fashion faux pas you've seen at a wedding? What's yes. Culturally, what you cannot do. Otherwise, you run the risk of jinxing the married couple. All of that stuff. Oh, yeah. Once someone was like, so how, many t- how many times have you been a bridesmaid? Because I think the, the, the
0: saying goes, three times a bridesmaid, never a bride. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a stigma like, or something. I was like, uh, it's my fourth. So what's the saying for that? Four times a bridesmaid dies in the morning? Like
1: what is it? Uh, Oh my god. There was no hope for her. She just gave up. She just early hours of the morning.
0: (laughs) She knew she'd never
1: wed. (laughs) Oh god.
0: Yeah. Okay. Tell Tell us all the things, guys.
1: thanks again for tuning in to another episode of style over substance guys don't
0: forget to check out our instagram or spotify to respond to this week's poll bye